0: It's Carly and Lay, and this is.
1: No, let me say something. I've chased,
0: I've chased, I've chased,
1: I've chased.
0: Must
1: And this week we are talking about are we our children's failures or successes and what that means and how we deal with that.
0: From um, last week, there wasn't necessarily a challenge for ourselves, but there was a challenge for you all. And um, you're not here to update us on your challenge. Um, But I think that a good thing is the jump off from the fact that we had a whole conversation about some things that I wanted to um, do better in 2019. And one of my 2019 points was I no longer wanted to feel responsible for my children's failures. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think we, you and I have talked about this yeah. off podcast before. And it's been something that I'm just like, should we talk about that? Should we talk about that? So I'm so glad that, um, that you were like, that's what we're talking about this week. Yeah. So buckle up. Get ready, and it's about to get semi-real. Real? Oh, I mean. Oh, real. Semi-real.
1: <laughs> I have to be semi-real. I'm sorry.
0: No, so, uh, you could be all the way real. <laughs> I'm gonna be,
1: I'm That's just me, though. True. You know. You so me? yes.
0: Um. So what do I mean by um? What do I mean by responsible for our children's failures? Um,
1: when they do something that is considered wrong or that we don't agree with have we done our jobs as parents and teaching them the right and wrong ways to do things
0: Uh, like i told carly no one shows up to work on monday and someone says what'd you do over the weekend you say oh well i caught my kid smoking weed or you know um i found out that my son is masturbating no one shows up and says the things that are that um that our kids are are doing that we may deem, like she said, is wrong. And so because we don't show up and say that part, it can be isolating. Mm-hmm. And it can feel like I did something wrong in my parenting. And that's yeah. why I am being, um, I am dealing with this. Yeah. And therefore, their failure becomes your failure. Or that's how it feels. Yeah. And who comes to work and says, these are all my failures that I've been going through.
1: Yeah, because how often are you in a situation where you can express what your children aren't doing or are doing that you'd rather they not be doing and feel support? Yeah. Generally, it's judgment. So you keep it to yourself.
0: And you judge yourself even harder. Yeah. And then you think everybody else's kid is doing great. Yeah. And yours is the only one that's like, oh, my gosh unless you come across another kid who's really messing it up and <laughs> you're like, well Right.
1: And you're like, Well, my kid's needs. not that bad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean I I, and drugs.
1: Yeah. And we're so guilty of doing it to yeah. other parents and that's the part where we really so. have to check ourselves and realize that parenting is hard. And you know, my oldest daughter who was twenty when she was in high school, her um home i think they call something different now parenting or something or mm-hmm. whatever teacher um, asked me to come speak to the class because i had been a teen parent and i went to the class and i did not have anything prepared ahead of time it was just i, I didn't really know what to expect so mm-hmm. i went and you know we were talking and she she may have asked me a question i don't recall but there was me there was a couple um, that had a baby. I think they were like 17. They had like a one year old or something. Um, and then there was another girl who had a baby and, you know, there were two things that I said. One of the things that I said was, you know, you think that you need to like the person that you have a child with. You need to love them. You need to love them so much that, The idea of having a child with him is the most beautiful and amazing thing that you've ever thought of in your entire life. Because there will come a point in time when you hate them, like when you really don't like them. And you still need to be able to pull that part of yourself out that loved them at some point. Mm. If you don't like them or if you don't even really know them that well, you don't even have that. So you don't have anything to pull from to to make a relationship work even for your child's sake. So I was like, you you better make sure that you don't just like them, you love them. (laughs) And you love them tremendously. And also, one of the things that people say when you're pregnant as a teenager, when you're a teen parent, is babies are expensive. They cost so much money, you have to pay for diapers, and you have to pay for daycare, and you have to buy clothes go to the doctor. You need to have XYZ. But the hardest thing about being a parent is raising decent people. Mm. That's the hardest thing. And and not just decent, but people that are actually going to contribute to society and not just take away from it. And the money's important, but when you're talking to teenagers, money is one of those things that doesn't really they don't understand that cuz they generally don't have much money. You know, like it's not, (laughs) it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, I have all this money and I'm going to hoard it and I don't want to spend on anyone because they have like $100 from their part time job that they're working. But when you say, hey, this is a child that you have to pour into on a daily basis, that you have to teach all of these things, you have to teach them how to read and write and spell and say thank you and no and please and be compassionate. And when someone's being bullied, you try to take up for that person you try to help that person or when someone's doing something wrong you try to be the good person in that scenario or when someone's mistreating you you take up for yourself right and when to take up for yourself and the list goes on and on and on and
0: that's why we feel so responsible when they fall short of that Mm-hmm. because you do have to pour a lot in and you've been pouring a lot in and then you say we had a conversation about this I told you about this I told you about that I made sure that I did this I read every night the book said to read every yeah. night You know, so you feel like you did everything you did and that's why I feel like that's why you, f- you shoulder that burden of where did I go wrong
1: Yeah. Yeah. What did did I not do that I should have done?
0: I had this really good conversation with a male, my middle child, is because she's struggling in school in grades. And some of it was an immaturity of like getting so used to falling behind in work and then trying to like turn in late work, Mm -hmm. which is like the devil when you're in middle school and they don't really shut it down. Anyways, I had this good conversation with her on um, the only way we, and she's not a big talker about her feelings with me, so the only way that we could do it was I said, how about you pretend that, like, I'm your therapist? So mm-hmm. let's just do this role thing, and you can just say whatever you want to say. You won't think of me as mommy, and I will just respond to you as, like, patient. Right. And, um, <laughs> and so we had this long conversation, and she was saying that, um, I was like, "What do you? what's your fear? And she mm-hmm. was like, Oh, my fear is that I won't make you proud. And then I'm like, that's your biggest fear? Mm-hmm. Your biggest fear is that you're not going to make me proud? Your biggest fear in the world. Like, what happens if you don't make me proud? That's what I, that's what I said. What happens if you don't make your mom proud? What's yeah. What's the end result? Well, then I'll feel bad. Okay. And then what? Um, then then she'll feel bad. Okay. And then what? Um then we'll just feel bad? Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, does, <laughs> your just house, feel bad together. does your house explode? Yeah, yeah. Does the earth open up and swallow you whole? So I was telling her, you got to live your life, and even if it doesn't make your mom proud, you've got to live that life. Mm-hmm. So if you make mistakes, if you do whatever it is, you've got to make sure that you live a life that in the end you were happy with. Cause you could do everything that your mom wants you to do to be pr- that she can be proud of you. Yeah. But if that doesn't result in you being happy, then what? So as I'm saying this to her, I'm thinking, oh my god, I've set I've set this in motion. Yeah. I've set in motion of what are you doing? Got to make us proud. Work so hard. We've worked so hard for you. work so hard for us. I've set all that emotion. Yeah. I've set in that anxiety. I've set in um, her lack of ability to like this whole thing. She's. I said why do we still read together? Like, at what point are you going to be okay with reading by yourself? She was like, I think I can read by myself now. And then I was like, oh, you can? Then why do you still ask me if I'll read with you? Not read like nighttime story, but like if she has <laughs> <laughs> read of like, she has like Shakespeare or something she has oh, to Oh, yeah. That we read it and then we, like stop and say, what does this mean? How did I, you know? And I thought I was like helping. I thought she needed me to do that. And she was like, I thought you wanted to do that. I thought you needed yeah. to do that because sometimes I think that you don't think that I'll understand it. So you do this for me. Dude, I'm looking at her like, what? <laughs> That's why I say I shoulder the responsibility of failure because as she's saying that, I'm thinking we have a total miscommunication. I thought, I thought good intentions doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. My good intentions as a parent didn't matter because in the end the thing that I was most afraid of is the thing that came to light. The thing that I was most afraid of is that she would she would blame me for the fact that she was this. Yeah. And I got blamed anyways. <laughs> so I have to show that responsibility now. But it was I was glad that she was able to I'm really proud of the fact that she's able to verbalize like the other ones. They won't. They'll be like, whatever you want us to do, mommy. That's why I I know (laughs) that I'm I'm a problem because like when a restaurant or something, instead of looking at the waiter, they'll look at me like, what do I order? Yeah. Amaya will call me and be like, someone said this, what should I say back? And I'm like, you are there. Right. Answer it. You know, Um, but Amel's not, she's very like, I got this. Yeah. So the fact that she could call me on whatever it was, I was proud of, but damn, I'm not going to tell you that it's not hurtful for your kid to say, I don't have to wait until she's 25 to tell me how I messed up. She (laughs) gladly told me in our therapy session, you don't let me make mistakes. Yeah. Then I'm like, why let you make a mistake when I can safeguard you from it? Yeah. And then she said, because I feel like I would probably learn more if I made my own mistake. Maybe my mistake's not going to be like your mistake, mommy. Yeah. I'm like, what? Who told you that? I know. Stop reading um, Iyanza saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It's, it is a, um, she's been struggling with grades. And it definitely, like I'm sitting in the office and I'm hearing the other ladies talk about their um their kids and their test scores and i'm just like what i'm like i'm not even there yet we're still trying to make sure that our gpa can survive yeah you you know yeah she and the thing is she's just a great kid and so it's like all of it has to be a caveat it all has to be like please don't think poorly of my child because she's not passing human anatomy, she's really great, you know, it's like, why do I feel like I have to, I have to convince someone else that I haven't failed, yeah. I did everything that I could, I invested in the flashcards, I invested in the, I, I homeschooled, I did everything that I could, please believe me, you know, like, I feel like that's what I have to say, yeah. to when I'm saying, like, she's doing great, she's struggling a little here, but she's doing great, and I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's, It's
1: exhausting and because we get to a point where we realize or accept that our children are their own person, right? Like we have to be okay with them being who they are and learning how they learn and figuring things out how they figure them out and not feeling like if they don't figure them out the way that we figured them out, then there's something wrong with them. And for me, it's been hard because my middle child my youngest daughter uh got pregnant at 16 and I had to I struggled with that because I was a teen mother and I was so hell-bent on against being a statistic and I didn't want the same for her and also like being a teen mom is hard yeah just in general being a mom is hard yeah being a teen mom is even harder because you have to deal with judgment and you have to try to finish high school. You have to make plans for your future, which is hard enough, but you add a child on top of that and that is a whole nother ball game. Like, it just changes everything. And I was very scared for her and worried for her. And I, first of all, I thought that, I mean, I've never not been open with my children about sex right like I just thought she'll tell me I don't right. need to know details right. but if you're like hey I want to have sex I'd be like okay birth control so I wasn't that wasn't a thing I just thought that she would tell me uh-huh. if that was something she was thinking about doing or wanted to do and so I feel responsible for that because I feel like obviously I was completely oblivious to <laughs> how open I thought that she would be If I regret anything, it was not putting her on birth control as soon as she got her period. Mm. If there's anything. Because after that, there's nothing. I realized there's nothing I could have done. She was going to do what she wanted to do. Either way. I just always told myself that like, my children will not have to deal with what I had to deal with and have to struggle like I had to struggle because I knew what it was like being a teen mom and still wanting to be a teenager. When She told me she was pregnant. I was just like, wait, what? But we've like, we've talked about this. Like I've made you feel very open. Like I thought I had, I'm like, are you having sex? It's okay if you are like, you can tell me I'm not judging you. Mm -hmm. And I know what it's like to be that mother and feel like no one can understand you and feel like there's something wrong with you because that happened to you or you let that happen to Mm -hmm. you. And feel like you should have known better and blah blah blah. And it's funny because being that teen mom, you feel so responsible for everything. Mm -hmm. But being the mother, you don't understand this being a teen mom, but being the mother, you feel responsible for everything. And so you feel bad, but your child also feels bad. But how do you make them understand that yeah? you made some bad decisions but it doesn't make you a bad person it doesn't Mm. make everything that you've done up until this point irrelevant it doesn't you making this one bad decision doesn't take away from all the good that you've done right it's not like you're paying back something like it's not like a tit for tat right like oh, well, I did this one bad thing. So every good thing I've done has just been erased right. <laughs> and no one cares anymore. And Now I'm just a teen mom and I'm just whatever. Um, so I felt responsible for that and I know that there have to be other mothers who feel the same way and who are dealing with the same struggle of just like accepting that our daughter's, and our son like you know our sons but specifically our daughters in this story obviously but they are their own people and they make their own decisions and it doesn't reflect on the person that you are because we're all put in these situations where we in a split second have to decide who we want to be in that moment yeah what we want to say or don't want to say and is this the moment where i say yeah now's not the time or is this the moment where i say okay and I'll see what happens. Yeah. And especially as black parents, as black mothers, it's really hard for us because you're already battling against so many other things. Because white families don't have the same stereotypes that we do. If a white teenager gets pregnant, it's not like, oh, that's just what they do. They just have teen, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they're just out here just getting pregnant and expecting the government to take care of them and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> so it's one thing to be pregnant. It's another thing to be pregnant and be black. Yes. It's a totally... Always
0: expected. Yeah. I'm surprised you made it this long. Yeah.
1: I had someone ask me last week. Um, not last week. It was probably a couple weeks ago. And this isn't someone that I know very well. Like mm-hmm. I know you well enough to have small talk with you, but I have never legitimately had a in-depth conversation with you, and it hasn't happened to me in so long that when it happened, I didn't even know what to say. Right. So, um, like I had someone say to me, like, "Do you, all your kids have the same father?"
0: That's weird. And I <laughs> <laughs> like I don't go around asking anybody <laughs> that ever.
1: Right. And when they asked me that, I was like no. And I and then I just kept saying what I was saying yeah. because it was random partly, you know, and partly cuz I was like that to me that's a really personal question to ask well, someone. Yeah. yeah. And that is that is kind of an expectation that people have when you're a black mother. Yes that like if I have more than one kid that all my kids want to say how well, much credit all my kids don't have the same father but honestly also that's none of your fucking business like it has, it, no yes, it, has it has no relevance yes it has no relevance right. to anything and so in that moment I was like I, no and I'm I'm sure that they took my tone <laughs> but um, so you know that that's a that's a thing they have to deal with and And so as black mothers, it's a whole nother situation. And just to get to the point, I just, for me, it was a very hard pill for me to swallow and feeling like I failed as a mother. And obviously I didn't do something to teach her or to help her understand that this is hard. And this is, you're going to have all of these um, expectations or um, what's the word, stereotypes Mm -hmm. that you're going to have to fight against just to be She's
0: even worried about stereotypes
1: you know i don't i don't think
0: so you know what i i want to say this to you and i know this is in the middle and it may be slightly off topic and i was watching um we went to watch uh spider-man universe and spider-man into the verse spider-man the black spider-man okay Spider-Man oh okay <laughs> we were watching it and i started crying while i was watching it and not because it was sad but just because it was like I was like, oh, a black superhero. We've had a black president and a black superhero and another black, you know, Spider-Man can be black, you know, like that. And and just watching it with my son, I was so glad that he could be there to see it. And then I started talking to Anthony, and I was like, I don't know why. I asked Avery, I said, how did that feel watching that movie? He was like, it was okay. And then I realized, like, and then I was, like, a little bit upset, because I'm like, don't you see the power (laughs) of it, you know? Um, And I talked to Anthony about it, and I'm like, I get it. He's never known a world without it. He's never known what yeah. it feels like to not see yourself on TV, to not see yourself in a magazine, to not see yourself as um, as a symbol of beauty, to not see yourself as powerful. He'd never known a world like that yeah. because he was born in 2006. And by the time he could open his eyes for real, the president was Barack Obama. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, so I say that. That's why I say to you, is a stereotype something she's worried about. Is that her first thing or is she more like I just don't want people to see me and judge me and think that I was a bad girl. Do you yeah, get what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: And I and I don't I don't know. And it's actually funny that you say that because you know, I have this thought in my mind sometimes when I think about like at what point it, it's kind of a part of the conversation of like um art imitating life mm-hmm. and life imitating art. Right, and so when Tupac and
0: um, Biggie.
1: Biggie and uh, N.W.A., when they were coming out, they had all this stuff to say because this is the life they were living. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I see people doing drugs. I see, I see black people getting killed in the streets, and it seems like either the media doesn't care. You know, like in Boys in the Hood where he's like, either they don't know, they mm-hmm. don't care, or they don't show, mm-hmm. like, what's going on. And so it became one of those things where they're just telling their truth. This is what I deal with on a regular basis. And this is the life that I live and This is how hard it is. And this is how it haunts me and everything else. Mm -hmm. And it was like for everybody else, it was like, whoa, like this is real life. Like people are dealing with this. But I feel like now it's kind of switched to where people are glorifying this. Mm -hmm. And now other people are seeing this thing and like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm going to do this. This is the life I want to live. But they were saying these things because it was hard for them to live this life every day. Not because this is a good thing, right? but like, I just need you to know that this is what I'm dealing with on a day-to-day basis and how hard it is for me and my people to see this and have to still navigate through our daily lives. Mm-hmm. So I feel kind of the same way, like, as mothers, like, as black mothers, as, as, like people at what point is it we're pushing our own experiences onto our children Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and instead of them, like instead of us allowing them to live the life that they've seen and the life they've grown accustomed to. So, you know, I don't know that she sees it as, I don't know that she feels like other people will feel this way. And I, I hope that I'm not, making her make something out of it that it's not but right. same time i also have to be honest like us being judged because of our race is not something that has gone away right. or is going away anytime soon yeah
0: i told you that whole story with avery i'm gonna tell you anyways again i think you did but tell me so again. T- <laughs> and so the whole thing of our <laughs> our um hang-ups becoming a part of their hangups, mm-hmm. right so uh, you know we've always been very open about talking about race in our families talking about history because i think it's important for them to understand why we were afraid to move to alabama why we don't want them to go to college in mississippi you know, right. things like that. so talking about lynchings yeah. so on and so forth you know yeah okay so avery is in kindergarten no mm-hmm. first grade and he um and he Ever since he's little, he's like, "Mommy, I'm gonna marry you." Mommy, I'm gonna marry you, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna marry you too. Gonna marry you too." One day, I'm like, "Avery, gonna marry me?" And he runs away crying, and I'm just like, "You all gotta marry me, then." And then I go and find him, and he's hiding, and I'm like, "Avery, what's wrong?" And and everybody now like in our house is like in the living room looking like, "What? Why are you crying? Why? What's upset?" He's tucked himself in the couch underneath pillows. And when we finally get him to come out, he is crying hysterically. And he's like, I don't want to get killed. And I said, what is wrong? I like someone. And he he's upset because he thinks he's going to get lynched because he likes a little white girl in the first yeah. grade. So whose fault is that? <laughs> <Right>. Mine. <laughs> 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 but it's that whole point of, um, it's that whole point of, talking about it and what is the limit of talking about it to the to changing their reality but also making them aware of reality right right yeah isn't that like aren't, isn't that what we're doing as parents constantly it's like i want to make you aware of what life is i want to make you aware layer uh, aware of what dangers lie ahead mm-hmm. and then hope that that is not the path that you I don't know, not, not not that you see. I think it's two ways that they go about it because sometimes I think that my kids think that I'm just telling them, like, like I love when they're like, oh, mom, guess what? For real that happened. You know how you <laughs> say it is? <laughs> <things? laughs> for real that happened. Like, like, it I was know. for real when I, I told, told you about I it. Right. It wasn't joking when I said it, but I think that, that sometimes it's either between, like, she over-exaggerates, right? Mm-hmm. She over-exaggerates or she's trying to keep me from something great. <laughs> that's what I always put
1: You're trying to cancel all the fun, well, mom. That's
0: right. I'm just trying to live my life. Right. Trying to be great. And you keep bringing me down with your statistics. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I have an issue because I have I have trust issues, right? Like, mm. I don't trust a lot of people. Mm. And so sometimes my children will tell me things, and I'm like, ugh. You know, like Mm. you probably want to back off some or you probably want to do X, Y, Z. And they're like, mom, you're being ridiculous. Mm. And then I have to wonder, like, how much of my trust issues am I passing on to you and how much of this is legitimate? Yeah. You know, because I've had a lot of experiences where people I thought I could trust turned out to be not the kind of people, (laughs) you know, not the people I thought they were. Right and so in my effort to save them from that experience maybe i've maybe i'm making them to be people that don't trust people yeah instead of you know whatever so that's a that's a struggle for me but um the crazy thing is is that i feel ex- extremely responsible when my children do something that could reflect badly on me Mm -hmm. i feel less responsible when they do good things Mm. i feel worse when they do bad things i feel like oh i'm a terrible parent when they do good things i almost take less responsibility for it i almost give them way more credit like Mm. this isn't because of anything i did this is just because you are this amazing person that you know and so maybe that's part of the problem is that we put way more responsibility on ourselves when they do something wrong than when they do something good.
0: Because
1: hmm. sometimes when they do good things, I'm like, I don't even know how I managed
0: to make that <laughs> You know, like... <laughs> well, i like, <I'm> the opposite. <laughs> I take pride in it. I'm like, like, yes, of course she's that way. That's why I homeschool. Of course she's that way. I read every night, you know? you know. It's not that I necessarily, I don't ever feel like I... Um, I think the big thing about it is that I try not to brag on my kids just because I'm always I'm the person that's waiting for the other shoe to fall. Yeah. So I've seen way too many kids out in our community who I know they come from quote unquote good homes. I know that their parents were like the coach or, you know, like the PTA mom or whomever. And they're out there wilding in the Target parking lot at ten o'clock at night. Yeah. And
1: you wanna be like you know, I know your mama, right? right.
0: I know. <laughs> and so I am tell, tell my kids, I'm like, just, I think I tell them, I say, just don't have me looking stupid. Yeah. Don't have me looking stupid. Don't have me, don't have me saying, thinking in my head, what a great person you are. And that's not who you are. Yeah. If you are crappy, let me know now. Yeah. So that I can set myself up and be like, okay, you know what? That was a dud. Let me try with the next one. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't
1: work. We'll All come up with another work. plan.
0: Let me just keep putting more into the baby boy because that's my last hope. No. Um, I, 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 So when people people like to compliment, not people, we, I have had a few compliments. There you go. Um, that they say, oh, my gosh, your children are so well-behaved. Oh, my gosh, your children are so, you know, they're really going to do this, that, and mm-hmm. the other. And I say, Hit me back when they're twenty five. Do not give me a compliment yet. The game is long. Yeah. The game is long, because if tomorrow they come in and they failed everything, or they don't get into college, was it that my parenting was great then? Until that point, right? Then my parenting was still my parenting. I tried yeah. the, and yeah. I tried better than my best. I read the books. I had the conversations. I was honest. I was open. I um, I reevaluated when I saw myself doing the wrong thing. Yeah. That's what I feel like yeah. when, when, when I feel like what makes me a good parent is, I easily look at myself and say, damn, I should not have said that. Yeah. I should not have gone that way. I definitely need to pull back from doing this. It is the, I am doing this wrong. Let me recalibrate. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I did that work for you. So, um, so if, if you're, if you end up being someone who's on drugs, you are just a good person that's on drugs. Like, Mm -hmm. like you are just a person who is, who's made a bad choice and you're doing that. And I'm going to have to not say I wasted my life. Right. (laughs) And look what I've produced because I'm coming to the realization that my children are not a product that I created. They are humans that I helped. Mold that I may have given some tools and taught to communicate, maybe not to communicate, I don't know, but that they are not mine to say, See what I've done. Yeah, they are not my accolade, especially when you are a stay at home mom. You put so much not that there's there's definitely not the debate, but the fact is, I yeah, to work because. We didn't want anyone else watching the kids. Yeah. because I wanted to be there to do the homework. So if I have put my whole career on hold mm-hmm. so that I could be there at every call, I definitely have I definitely felt like if I would have been working this whole time, where would I have been in my career? Right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm putting all of this into my kids, what is my end game? What is my what is my four oh one K and children look like? Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. And I have to separate myself from that thinking because yeah. I feel like that's just to set up for failure on itself because I did what I had to do. I got them, I got them, they're alive they're fed, they became humans, and, it th- and it's a long game. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that the kid that is at 18 that dropped out is not going to be something amazing at 45? Right. And who's to say that the kid who went to college to MIT on a full scholarship is not going to be an ass at 45?
1: Okay, so the other day I watched One Day with Anne Hathaway, and I think the guy's name is Jim Sturgis, mm-hmm. Um. But it's about these friends who meet when they graduate from college and they either meet or talk on the same day every year after that. And their lives take totally different paths, right? She gets out of college. She uh, moves to London thinking it's going to change her life and blah, blah, blah. She ends up working at a Mexican restaurant for like two or three years Mm -hmm. and just doing nothing. And She's kind of accepted that this is her life, kind kind of, not 100%. He has gone on to become a teacher, and then from that he becomes a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And then um, he becomes, people start to really dislike him. Mm-hmm. And then he becomes kind of a has-been and um, whatever. And her life only gets better. Mm-hmm. So she meets someone she gets a job as a teacher she buys a house she does all these things now he left school and he's doing um so much better than her by the world standards Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and she's kind of still like flailing about like figuring stuff out and by the time he became this kind of like has been burnout celebrity he's almost 40 Mm -hmm. and by the time she's 40 she's fairly successful, has written a book, Mm -hmm. you know, is doing well, lives in Paris. And so it's like, in that regard, like, have his parents failed him? Because at almost 40, he's doing terribly. And what have her parents done? But all the time in between when they're figuring it out of who they want to be and what they want to do, like, what is that saying about their parents and their parenting? And I think it's just a matter of us realizing and being okay with the fact that at a certain point our children are less our children and more their own people right and being okay with that and being like i've done everything i can do to this point and now it's on you
0: yeah i, I when you brought race into it and saying, you know, um, mothers of color or parents of color, that's a big thing because not only do we have to make sure that our kids are safe, right? Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not killed, right? Um, but we also have that prior knowledge that knows that your mistake is not like Susan's mistake. Yeah. So your mistake, you know, um, Susan's mistake might. Someone might judge her today, but she can get up and they can move. And Susan's mistake is no longer Susan's mistake. Right. And your mistake is totally different. It can derail you completely. Oh yeah. You know. So yeah. there's there's that whole like, like, the just existing and then living in Paris and you know doing this that and the other. In my head, I'm thinking, do you have that luxury? Not only is it oh socioeconomically yeah. do you not have that luxury to just kind of find yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you don't have that luxury because the world around you is not waiting. They're immediately saying you don't got it together. Right. You know, you know, I'm sorry, um, lady who's been working at the Mexican restaurant forever. Your resume is trash. I'm not hiring you. you right. You get what I'm saying? Because
1: who's willing to give you a chance right. to, to prove yourself? Right. and, and what do we have to do? I mean, there. I mean, the black tax is definitely a thing, right?
0: What would your parents say? You got to be
1: twice as twice as good. You have to work twice, twice as hard. You got to be twice, twice as, as smart.
0: Twice as hard as they're good.
1: Right. Right. So I have to constantly prove myself to you. If you go to work and you feel like, man, I had to work thirteen hours today just to prove to my boss that I'm in it. A black person has had to work eighteen. It's hard for us as parents to get that point across to our children. Yeah. They don't understand because they
0: all their world has never been like that. Right, and what we know is, but they, but but. Your world has been like that, but it's also been filled with people whose parents are my generation and my generation is raising your generation. Mm-hmm. So with my generation of um, non people of color have a certain notion because their parents had a certain notion, they are passing that notion onto your friends. So it's it's it's. How do we tell that line as black moms that I want to introduce you to the fact that I want to give you um, the ability to fail. I want to safeguard you from yourself because your failure may be too monumental.
1: It may be detrimental to your life. Not just your success, but to your life. As a black parent, it is always a struggle for us trying to figure out when to be that helicopter parent and when to back off. Mm -hmm. Because we understand that, those moments when we back off could mean your life. Yes. And 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 it could mean you just end up because I have a son, and even if you don't lose your life, if you go to jail and you get a felony, yeah, you're almost done.
0: It, yeah. There's no. Uh, there's no getting out. Coming to work at my firm. Right. There's no uh, explaining away. I was just. You know, like uh, Kavanaugh. I was just seventeen. There's not that there. You don't. We don't have that luxury. And yes, we have a black uh, superhero. And yes, we have a black Spider-Man. But it has not transferred yet into our reality of right. uh, black privilege. Yeah. Oh. 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 I know that's gonna have to be a topic. But uh, <laughs> black but privilege. Yeah, we we don't we don't we don't have that yet. And I think that is the that's the big thing for um, for me just trying to how how do i toe the line between overstepping it and like i told you i'm raising my kids in a suburb they are surrounded by other people who do not have that same issue yeah. so they are surrounded by people who are like well she's vaping and he's doing this and they're still going to college and she did this and i'm like yeah but that's not you right that's not your reality it doesn't matter and I always have to kick it to them and say do you know that you are not guaranteed your position in life because your parents make this? You're right. not guaranteed that right. statistics are, are actually against you that you may not reach the same level. Mm-hmm. All households don't live like this you have to work harder than hard to get here
1: mm-hmm.
0: So I don't want you because they don't they may not have to I' I'm not, I'm not making I'm making a, a gross assumption that, um, that 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 child doesn't have to. But I know for your black ass life, right? I know what the outcome will be. Yeah, because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've seen the girl who, um, who you know, just thought that she could skirt on by, and then and then her parents could could pay for her to go to college. Yeah, <laughs> girl ain't nobody paying you to go to college. Right, you gonna have debt like the rest of us. Right, damn no. So I I'm that that's that's where I am. How how do you? Protect them from failure, but also not, um, like I always think about the the audacity of hope, right? Yeah. How do you tell them it's okay to make a mistake? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to protect you from these mistakes, but I also do not want you to live scared. Yeah. You know, I do not want you to live. And I know that this is such a contradiction between I want you to live, but I want you to fly. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like fly. No, no, not there, not there. Oh, okay. The <laughs> you know, it's definitely that duality that is so hard and it's so complex that it's not – do this and you'll be safe. Do that and you'll be wrong. It is so many things in between, and I want my kids to be able to have that audacity to be like, "This is wrong. Yeah, you shouldn't talk to me this way. You should not. I I can start a startup. I don't have any money, but I I moved out to." To, to New York with $50 in my pocket and I was determined to make a way. I don't want my hang-ups to being like, black people gotta have a job. Right, gotta have right, to right. Because it's more likely that you're gonna be poor. Right, you know? like, right. I don't want that mentality for me. I don't want them to have it, but I also have to make them aware of all of the realities. I want you to be free. I want you to have all the audacity in the world to be great. But I need you to understand that there are some real mistakes that you can make that is going to make your road so much harder. And why would I ever want you to set up, why would I, my whole job is to set up your road so that it's clear paths. I'm not sitting here trying to put potholes in your road. Right, right. I only want it to be easy for you. Yeah. And that's why I'm trying to tell you what to do. Right. So you think I'm just trying to ruin your life? <laughs> right. Take all I'm the just, fun out of know, it. I'm just just trying to tell you, don't go to Madison at five o'clock. <laughs> you know. Like, right. I'm trying to give you directions around the traffic. Yeah. And here you are trying to go straight through the traffic, straight through the ro- road roadblocks, like I, they will not understand until it is done. And I will say that all of the mistakes that they made that they learned from were ones that they learned because of their own hurt. Yeah. Not the ones that I said, I told you not to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I still said, I told you so. Right. But the lessons that they learned. I don't
1: want it to be because I didn't tell you. For real. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes what we see is that these people who are successful and maybe their parents quote unquote tried to talk them out of it or discourage them it becomes one of those things where oh people didn't believe in me Mm. and sometimes it's not a matter of it it has nothing to do with how much I do or don't believe in you I can as my child think you are amazing I can think you are the next Gandhi but at the same time I have to be realistic and understand just because I don't think that doesn't mean everybody else thinks that. Yeah. And I, I don't want to hinder you from trying to reach your goals and your dreams, but I also don't want to give you false expectations. I also yes. don't want you to go through life being naive and thinking that everyone feels the same way about you that I do, Right? because they don't and people will take advantage of you and people will beat you down. Mm-hmm. And if you go through life, Thinking that other people are going to treat you this way, you're only going to end up hurt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so,
0: let me ask you this. I'm mm-hmm. gonna ask you this real quick. Okay. Did your parents? Do you think your parents did as much thinking in their parenting of you that you do in the parenting of your kids?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: Oh, I'll answer for you. Oh, mine didn't.
1: (laughs) I don't, I I wish I could say yes or no, but I, I don't, I don't know that they did. I don't, I mean, I don't know that they did or didn't. I think that sometimes, um, we don't explain ourselves to our children because maybe we we feel like Mm. they won't understand. Mm. And so they could have done as much thinking as I'm doing, but not have, um, explain to me the thought process. And I mean, so and all I saw was well? the end
0: result. Actions as well? Like, were they helicopter parents? Did they try to say down? Oh, they down were
1: definitely not helicopter parents. Yeah.
0: That's what, the, This is a conversation that always comes up. Yeah. Because we always talk about this, like, our parents didn't do any of this. Like, sure, I'm sure my mom, no, my mom's sex talk was, boys only want one thing. That was it. Beginning and... Pure yeah that was it there yeah. was no like how do you exist in a relationship what kind of things should i do with my, you know there was no like how do i how am i good a good partner yeah get what i'm saying yeah so i feel like we do i guess because we know better mm-hmm. and maybe we've been given the tools to but we do so much more but then look at our lives like are we did okay right it, d- like if sometimes my i feel like i did okay parent, would i have done better
1: yeah, I don't know either. Are I mean, we
0: overthinking it is what I'm trying to ask you.
1: Mm, um, probably. <laughs> so I
0: think that... I think we're too complicated people. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I think so too. I think that my parents... Um, I mean, my mom had to work a lot. And so there were probably a lot of conversations that she would have liked to have had that she didn't get a chance to have and so i don't know that i necessarily think that we're overthinking it Mm -hmm. i think that we have an opportunity that maybe they didn't have Mm. i think if they'd had the opportunity to think about it the way that we do it probably luxury of time right Mm -hmm. yeah it probably would have been differently but when you're trying to support a family that's a luxury, you know, like yeah. that's a luxury you don't have yeah. is trying to figure out, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? How does she feel about this? Right. I'm How trying does, to
0: go to work. Right. How does what, she not feel about what this? What shift do I work Right. Because I know that's what my mom would think. Of. Where do I work? Because she would always say that. Am I at Marshall's today or where, where, what job I work
1: today? Yeah. And I know yeah. even, even for me, when my kids were younger, I was so busy trying to, just make sure we had our roof over our head that Mm -hmm. these were not things that I was even thinking about. Yeah, You know, like there were things that my parents did that I didn't want to do or things that they did that I did want to do, but I wasn't thinking about them in the same way that I think about them now because that's a, that's a luxury that I have now because I have people that I can talk to people that, um, I can explain, or time to think, yeah. or and
0: there's BuzzFeed articles, right? There's just more think pieces, yeah, that make you question: Am I doing this right?
1: Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't have that before. Yeah, when my kids were younger. So
0: this is something I'm always thinking about: Am I overthinking it?
1: Let's challenge ourselves to. It's not so much that there's a challenge for you to have an answer to, but. Maybe it's a challenge for you just to say, okay, this is a decision that you have had to make as your own person, and I...
0: I think the challenge is definitely to be aware of it. Like, yeah. You know, instead of just being like, because I say so. Yeah. It definitely is a challenge to be like, you know what? you going to learn today. <laughs> right. And you're going to learn on your own, because I'm not telling you. Right. You know? Yeah. Sometimes so they
1: have to learn the lessons themselves. Yeah.
0: So, um, I'm just going to be aware not necessarily saying that I'm going to pick a moment because who knows if the moment's going to come up. But I'm definitely going to be aware of a moment when I can just be like, let it ride.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same. That is our challenge. And thank you again for listening. Um, please, please, please hit us up on facebook and let us know what your favorite moments are. We love feedback.
0: Yes.
1: Also on Twitter. Twitter I'm I'm newly obsessed with Twitter, right? Twitter's like perfect for me cuz I'm always having these random thoughts that I just want I feel like the world needs to know. So please hit us up on Twitter and yeah. let me tell you so for Instagram, Instagram. And
0: please if you see this and you clicked on the link from Facebook, I would love to add. I hear um, some listener questions. So, yes, DM us a, yes, like, a yes. A question yes. that you want us to overthink, or mm-hmm. <laughs> give our perspective. we will do that. <laughs> give our perspective on, or if you need um, advice, hack ass advice, like just ask us, and that way we can keep this conversation um, with uh, more people. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Please, please let us know. Hit us up
0: like and subscribe what please. oh might- yeah
1: subscribe to our newsletter and we'll always let you know what's going on and hopefully in the next few months we can have ourselves a little launch party what I think that would be... News f- to
0: me. I think
1: that would be dope.
0: I think so, too.
1: If we had a launch party. I know
0: all 30 of the listeners. There. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, drink something.
1: <with> <laughs> we're so grateful for you. We don't even care. There could be 10 of you and we'd still be excited. For so, sure.
0: I'm like, 30 of you. Is, that you guys are listening.
1: Right. The fact that there were 30 people that listened was enough for me to get excited. So, please, yeah, okay. like, let us know and we'll... Do some dope ass shit, you know, like what?
0: And we get like giveaways. (gasps) We're going on a cruise. Give a wait. I'm sorry, she's a lot of control. No cruises, but
1: maybe we'll have some giveaways. We might get like t shirt, a t shirt or something. Bottle of wine, a bottle of wine, something that has our. our, We need we need something that has our logo on it for advertising. Advertising. But you know, postcard, (laughs) 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 something, whatever. Just hit us up. And let us know. And we'll see you next week. Holla. Peace out. No, let me say something. I've chased, I've chased, I've chased, I've chased. Day, day. Oh.
0: <laughs> day, day. Oh. My. My. Commissioner.